came back. I came as flowers, I came as lines, I came as dirt, now I came as a surprise. Takes a long time, God dies too. Up on the up, ostensibly a baseball podcast, season six, week four. Right? Yeah. Sounds right, yep. right? Yeah. Is this is week podcast. three or four. Yeah, one of the other. It's not week seven. No, I thought it was for a while, but it was not. This is the C Block coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joe, it's going good. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. Um, and I'm playing with a keychain with a lucky penny in it right now. Oh, where'd you get that? Keychain store. How often do you buy new keychains? Not often. Right. Well, I didn't buy this keychain. It actually, I got some keys copied and it came with the keychain. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but it had a, it's like a frog with a penny lodged in its back and it's a lucky penny, apparently. According, I do. Yeah. According are to the guy who made my keys. Right. Are frogs lucky? Like, what animals do you consider to be lucky? Um, let's see. The luck dragon? Yes. From Neverending Story? Be a lucky animal? Yep. Uh, frogs, maybe? Are frogs lucky? I guess so. I feel like, like frogs ought to be lucky. Bluebirds, right? No, that's happiness. Yeah, that's happiness. Uh, goldfish. Well, because this is so you said this is the year of the rat, but right. it's unlucky. So I was born in the year of a rat. Right. But you're saying it's unlucky to be born in the year of the rat in the year of the rat. Is that correct? It's unlucky to be. The animal whose year it is, I think. Huh. Which is like the opposite of what you would think. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it makes sense. It would be, it's actually better, right? Because there's 12 animals. Uh-huh. So that would mean that you only have one unlucky year every 12 years, rather than only one lucky year every 12 years. I guess. So I'm if, just... if you think about it, it's actually better. Yeah, I guess I'm just a little upset because I feel like I've had two pretty unlucky years. So that, now, like I'm leading due, up to your year, to my year, right? So right. that thing's coming threes. Oh yeah. So according to AskGamblers.com, seven lucky animals. Uh huh. Children used to be given white rabbits as a gift to ensure they would leave successful lives. Yep. Also, the rabbit's foot. This uh-huh, yep. all over the world, from Europe to China, Africa, and the Americas. Right. Also, they have, like, a ton of sex. Mm-hmm. It's customary to say, rabbit, 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 first thing when you wake up on the first day of the month for good luck. Oh. Also, when smoke is blowing, I don't know if you know this one, but when you're standing around or sitting around a fire, uh-huh. and the smoke is blowing into your face, 
you say white rabbit, white rabbit, white rabbit, and then the smoke is supposed to blow into somebody else's face. Mm, yeah, I like that. Uh, number two, ready? Yeah. Goldfish. Nailed it. Yep. Bringer of good luck in relationships and marriage in ancient Greece, also a symbol of fertility. A lot of these good luck symbols are also symbols of fertility. Yeah. Right, that's why they call it getting lucky, Joel. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. Uh, the goldfish like, is one of the... animal fucks the most? That's the yeah. luckiest animal <laughs> the in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the goldfish is one of the eight sacred symbols of the Buddha. Uh-huh. And in Slavic folk tales, if you cut a goldfish, your wish would come true. Right. Which, wait, the Buddha had a goldfish? It says here the goldfish is one of the eight sacred symbols of the Buddha. Okay, you keep going on the animals. I'm going to look up the eight sacred yeah. symbols of the Buddha. Number three, frogs. Uh -huh. uh, oh, for growing crops. When it rains, crops grow and people are no longer hungry and thus happy. Frog is considered lucky in China and Japan. Right, but wasn't, no. Yeah, wasn't one of the plagues of Yeah, it was a rain of frogs, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that seems not lucky. Uh, frog is a symbol of fertility and safe travels. <laughs> fertility again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, elephants. Symbol of good luck in Buddhism in India. The uh -huh. deity Ganesh is an elephant. Yeah. Uh, bring good fortune to the house. Protect, protection, love, fertility, academic success, and more. Uh -huh. also, they found a pink elephant was born in Africa. Uh. Should I keep going? I, well, yeah, keep going. Yeah. Uh, cats. Sacred animal of ancient Egypt. Okay. Good sign of good luck in Egypt, Japan, brings good luck to the owner. In Germany, it's considered good luck if a black cat crosses your path. Huh. It's weird, but only in if... In Germany, right. it's not surprising. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, also in Germany, you're, like, supposed to break mirrors, probably. Right. So, black cats, so black cats are also, it's, that's pretty... We're pretty racist about cats. White cats are good luck. Black cats are bad luck. Ah. Bugs and beetles. The scarab. Uh, right. Ancient Egypt thought to be connected to the sun god Ra and his life-giving powers. Right. I wonder where that came from. I like, wonder who looked at like a big, nasty-ass bug and was yeah. like, Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or some of whatever that bug's got, I want some of that. <laughs> Fertility. Fertility. Probably. It's like, hey, that bug gets it. That bug <laughs> gets it on. Uh, it was thought to be the protector of one's heart. Yeah. The ladybug is thought to be lucky in various countries, mostly in Russia and Serbia. If a ladybug lands on you, it is considered good luck. Before they fly away, you should make a wish. So, fun story about me, and maybe I'm just a very lucky person, but when I was a kid, I would, I was like, I hated ladybugs because hmm. for some reason where I lived, like, my room, like, I had, like, those old windows, and 
so it was like two panes of glass. There was like the storm window and then the other window, and like there was a gap in between them. Uh-huh. And they used it used to just get filled up with ladybugs, and I would like sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if one of those windows was like open ajar a little bit, I would wake up and I would just be like covered in ladybugs. And yeah, it was really gross. Yeah. Do you know in the Midwest we have these soy beetles? Uh-huh. That look like ladybugs, except you can tell the difference. They're more, they've got more of a orange uh, uh-huh. exoskeleton rather than the red exoskeleton. Right. And they always swarm around springtime, and it sucks. Like yeah. they're everywhere for about two weeks. Yeah, it's gross. And, yeah, it's just gross. It's not cute or pleasant at all. Nasty. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so when I was a kid, I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, gross, ladybugs. But now I am, you know, feel like maybe I was lucky. Oh. I got some good luck. Yeah, that's kind of creepy when you think of it that way. Yeah. Like, boy covered in bugs, but it's like a good omen. Right. It's like an auspicious thing. And really, it's like, how many of these fucking crawled into my mouth that I swallowed (laughs) in the middle of the night? Yeah. too many of them. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Um, yeah, why do you think there are not more teams named after insects? I guess there are some. The ladybugs? I guess I was at soccer. But that's the, like, yeah. The hornets? The hornets, I yeah. feel like they're not, like, intimidating enough. You know what I mean? Right. They're not big, big monstrous things. Right. They're just not like, you know. Cats. Husky. Right. Jungle cats. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's, you know, someone should be like the rabbits. People are like, why the rabbits? And be like, rabbits, fuck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, South Dakota State's the jackrabbits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But rabbits do fuck. Hey, did you read Watership Down? No. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, I think I did read it. It, the I haven't seen the Netflix special. Oh, I didn't know there was a Netflix special. Oh, mm. yeah. There's like a whole, it's like three episode miniseries. Yeah. Watership Down. Yeah, because that story, speaking of rabbits that fucking, and fight and murder other rabbits. Right. That that book is awesome and messed Did up. Did you ever read Redwall? Oh, yeah. We've talked about this, I believe. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But all those rabbits were like British. Yeah. Well, not like, British. They were like the like everyone was British, but the rabbits were like Cockney. Cockney, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you know, certain animals had specific like race specific accents. Yeah. yeah. And the rabbits were just like Cockney for some yeah. reason. Yeah, and they were really good warriors. Because the other like, one they also ate a lot, right? Wasn't that their other everybody ate race? a lot? That was the right. whole point of those books. Was that every even more than Lord of the Rings? Like every other chapter is just a description of food. Yeah, which was great. It was awesome. That, I love those books. Yeah, yeah. It probably is what led me to be a chef, honestly. Right, thinking of all the church mice eating their honey cakes and right, yeah, me. Everything was a honey cake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honey cakes was big in that society. That always made me wonder, though, because they're all animals, but they're all eating people food. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, made-up liquor. 
Yeah, the made up liquor was the best. Yeah. <laughs> and then the hedgehog was it no, not the hedgehogs. The moles. The moles had a really weird accent. Yeah, moles had really weird accents. And then like the sparrows were like yeah, the American savages. Yeah, they, they were like, like, you know, maybe racist. We're not sure because they're right. sparrows, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, those books are really good. Um, I wonder. If, I think his son is still writing them. Oh, really? I believe so. Yeah, I mean, huh. well, I guess they're kids' books, so I guess it would make sense that I haven't read them in like they're 20, still good. twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but would, did they have a sport in those books that they would play? I feel I like if they so. didn't, I would make some up. I feel like I made up, like, soccer games that the hedgehogs and the hares would right, have to play. Because yeah. that would always be fun. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie Bedknobs and Broomsticks? Sure, yeah. You know the soccer game in that movie? When they're in the cartoon world, and... The guy with the mustache has to be the referee at the soccer game between the carnivores and the herbivores. Right. God, it's been so long. Oh, it's one of my favorite scenes in, you know, movies from my childhood. Right. So wait, which was your... Uh, no, I haven't seen it. It's the one... It's like Angela Lansbury, I guess, is a witch. No, no, I've seen it. I, like, remember the yeah. said, like... It flies. The bed flies. Yeah. Um, and they have to, like, unscrew it. I just, I can't remember. It's been a long time. And in the end, they save England from Nazis. Right. Thank God somebody did. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cool. I feel like a lot of the children's film and literature was just telling how magic helped save England from the Nazis. Right. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, fuck Winston Churchill. Fuck Winston Churchill. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go full C-block here. Okay. I had, had a dream the other night. Okay. That I well, was... First, before your dream, what okay. was your favorite animal group in the Red Wall books? So I want to say hedgehogs. Okay. I always liked hedgehogs. Yeah. And I think, but they were like the most sensible one. Like they were like, not they were always good guys, but never like going out and battling the evil animals. Right. They were like the accountants and shit like that. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of a boring answer. Like the hares were badass because they were like ninjas. Right. They were, the, the badgers were like the giants. They were the, like the, yeah, yeah, but they were also like Jedi. Kinda, yeah. They had yeah. that mountain. Yeah, but and the hares lived there too. Yeah, the hares worked for the badgers. Right. Um, and then who was the good archers? Otters. Squirrels. Squirrel. Right? Yeah. I always wondered how he decided which species were good. And which were evil. Yeah. I right? like the otters. Right. I, I liked uh, the shrews. Yep. Who were like the weird river people. Yeah. 
Actually, I think I just like the river because the otters were weird river people mm-hmm. too. Too. Yeah, but the otters I think were always very clever and resourceful. Right. Um, also, uh, the bad guys, the stoats. Yeah. Stoats. I like them yeah. for some reason. I don't know why. I couldn't tell you. They were cool. They were badass. Yeah. And then it was weird. I think it took him a while to figure out what he wanted to do. Because in Moss Flower, there was the one evil cat. And then you right. never saw a cat again. Right. No, it wasn't. Wasn't there like the cat? No, the cat was in Redwall too. And in the the sequel to Redwall. I thought the cat was just in Moss Flower and she was the evil queen. That they had to... Right, she was. But in Redwall... There's a cat in Redwall. There's really? a cat who comes as a healer, and she like steals a lot of stuff. Really, I don't remember that part at all. Something happens, and then she has a son who they get run off in Redwall, and he runs into the woods, and he gets bit by the snake. Oh yeah, the snake and becomes, snake. and then he becomes the bad guy in. The one about the red wall mouse's kid. Okay. Whose name is Maddie Mayo is the name right. of the book. I remember that one. Oh, no. They, those are foxes. Foxes. Yeah, those are foxes. Right. Not, anyway, cats. Um, not cats. Those are foxes. No, those, yep. yeah. 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 Never mind. Good books. Anyway, this is a baseball podcast. This is a baseball tell, me, podcast. tell me about your dream, Joel. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> All right. so I dreamt. That I was in a Sandlot movie, like whatever Sandlot movie is next, right? Uh-huh. Lot four or whatever. Uh huh. Okay. Wait, they I, make sequels? There's at least one because there's one where it's a team of girls. I think they did like Sandlot, <laughs> and then Sandlot two, and then Sandlot their girls now. Right. Yeah. It's Sandlot, the feminist years. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. I was in a Sandlot movie. So, like, it was weird because I was a kid in this movie. And the Sandlot boys from the original Sandlot movie were in the Little League World Series. And they were playing against Korea. Okay. And it was a best of five series. Okay. And one thing I remembered is that the Korean players were like, no, 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 no. When someone's in a pickle or in a rundown... We play by Korean rule, which is everybody takes one step at a time, and you, like, get one move. So everybody, like, takes one step, and then you look at what everybody else has done, and then you take one more step. So there is no speed element in uh, catching someone in a rundown or a pickle. And all of our team was, like, really confused by these Korean rules. And the Korean team won the game because of that. That was game one of the series. Uh-huh. Okay, and then so it was tied 2-2 in the series. And after it was tied 2-2, both teams got into a benches-clearing brawl. In game five. In game five, yeah. yeah. Like, but before the game started, there was a benches-clearing brawl. Oh, cool, yeah. And Koreans are like, okay, we're leaving in protest. Because they were like the road team. Right. So they, well, so they leave in protest, but then we have to like come after them to get right. them to come back. And we leave the field 
And it turns out that we're living in like a fantasy Harry Potter realm with like magic and shit. Yeah. So this is a good dream. Maybe we should write oh, this into it. Yes, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're writing our steampunk baseball novel, and then it's like, oh, also Harry Potter baseball novel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so then, like, the next part was like we were like searching through like fantasy land, trying to get the Korean baseball team to come back and play oh. game five. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that was cool. I need more cool dreams like that. Yeah, that's a good dream. Yeah, yeah. But also, it just kind of highlights how long it is until fucking baseball season starts. It's coming. I know. It really is. And after the Super Bowl, there's going to be absolutely nothing. Right. Yeah, until March Madness. <laughs> well, but, you know, it's funny that to say that because it's not like we've been talking about football. I mean, I guess we just did the B block, but like that was the first time yeah. since baseball season has ended that we've like spent an extended period of time on the NFL. So it's not like yeah. the NFL being over is going to be a huge loss for us, you know? Well, and we've been sustained a certain amount by the off season being pretty interesting. Right. Yeah. But it continued, like, there's still, like, the Astros haven't hired a manager. Right. The Sox haven't hired a manager. The Mets hired a manager. We didn't talk did about that. Hire? Yeah. Did Somebody they not? I've never heard of before. They didn't hire Bartolo Colon? No. No, no. no they fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I should have the emailed Mets, them. Yeah, the Mets hired a manager. Uh, he was like somebody that they had been interviewing when they hired Bartolo, uh, Carlos Beltran. Carlos Beltran. And he seems like actually much more qualified than Bartolo Colon. <laughs> <laughs> Luis Rojas? Yeah. Luis Rojas. So is that going to be like the best job or the worst job for him? Because is he coming in with absolutely no expectations or what? Yeah. Because like oh, the Mets are... a lose son. Yeah. The Mets are going to be a mess. So... So if he just can like keep them from like cannibalizing themselves he can be like this is was this year was a success right well i don't know man like i would say for the mets going on what they've been doing the past few years last season was a success and that manager got fired Mm. that's a good point Well, and so who have they got? They've got the Pete Alonzo on their team. Right, they've Polar Bear. Got, they've got Polar Bear. Do they have the best team nicknames? Because if they've got Thor and Polar Bear. Right. I guess that's it. Does Jacob DeGrom have a cool nickname? I don't know. The Sugar Man, because he doesn't play when it's raining. Sorry, I'm still sore about that. Okay, well, <laughs> we can come up with that. That that will be his nickname now, Sugar Man. Sure, Sugar Man. And it's not because he's sweet, Joel. Right. Uh, uh, do they have any other good hitters on their team? Well, they have. Uh, what's his name? That guy, the second baseman, Robinson Cano. Oh yeah. Jeff McNeil. Uh, Jeff McNeil, he's good. 
Marcus Strowman. That's right. <laughs> Marcus Strowman. That was a good joke when we were joking that just all the NL East teams are going to trade their third best pitchers to each other. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that should still happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, when a Cespedes could be back this year. Oh, um, yeah. No more wild boar related incidents. Right. <laughs> Oh, man. See, I just think the Mets, though, they're, they're going to be fighting uphill, if that makes any sense. Well, they're in a tough division. Yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah. Robinson Cano, Jeff McNeil. Jeff McNeil can rake, dude. He's a good hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael Conforto, who everybody just really, he's supposed to have been the next best thing for like five years now. But he had a pretty good year last year. Right. Nimmo. Uh, oh, Mike Walker plays for him? Oh, shit. Huh. Despedes. Yeah, I, they got some work to do. Uh, so I'm on MLB. Yeah, I think they're looking at a number four finish in the NL East right now. Really? Yeah, I mean, Braves, Nationals, and Phillies, they should all finish ahead of them. Uh, yeah. I see, I don't know. I mean, maybe. What do you see? I don't see the Phillies being any better. Oh. Because they've yeah. still got stuck with Bryce Harper. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is like way too early, but this is 30 minutes ago on MLB.com. The nine teams with the best offseason. You ready? Yep. Let's Wait, do can this. I guess them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chicago White Sox. Number one, Chicago White Sox. Nailed it. Um, yeah! I'm so excited. <laughs> Yasmani Grindel. Uh, uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, they're at number four. Starling Marte. Um, Cole Calhoun. Right. And Madison Bumgarner, you were right. Bumgarner. Yeah. Um, New York Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees are number two based just on Garrett Cole. Which, right. Yeah. Seems extreme to me. Yeah. Um, the Angels. Angels are number seven. Okay. Anthony Rendon. And then a bunch of other guys are... Julio Tehran, Dylan Bundy, and Matt Andreese. I feel like Rendon's a bigger, a better pickup than Garrett Cole. Yeah, I think so too. But I mean, probably not like this season, I guess. Uh huh. But I just feel like nine years, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh,. Who else? Who else? Who else? Team we talked about in the A block. 
team we talked about in the A block? The L.A. Lakers? <laughs> no, they've had it. Cincinnati no. Reds. Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> yeah, LA Lakers. <laughs> uh, okay, so now you've got one, two, four more to guess. Wait, I guess five already? Yeah, you, you, you got it. You got this. Sick. Some of these are kind of weird. Okay, uh, hold on. The Washington Nationals. Oh, uh, no, they're not on the list. Really? They yeah. They re-signed Steven Strasburg. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they're not counting him because he was already on their team. But they should. Already re-signed? Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Twins. Yeah. Uh, where are they at? They've got Josh Donaldson. Uh, added Homer Bailey, Rich Hill, Jake Odorici, Michael Pineda. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Twins are still going to be really good. Yeah, and who did they trade with? Um, they made a trade with somebody. Don't know. They traded one of their pitchers. Uh, okay. Um, I have three more to go. Yeah. Um. AL East, AL uh, West, and AL East. AL East, the Blue Jays? Yeah, the Blue Jays. They had four starting pitchers Hoon Jin Ryu, Tanner Work, Chase Anderson, and Shun Yamaguchi. Huh. And then Texas Rangers. Yeah, Texas Rangers. And then, uh, what did you say, NL East? Uh, NL East. The Phillies? Yeah, oh, Braves. Games. Yeah. Braves. Cole Hamels, Marcelo Zuna, Will Smith, and Travis Darnold. Yeah, who's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, good job. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have gotten the Blue Jays if you hadn't have said NL East. Right. And I probably would have gotten to the Texas Rangers, but I wouldn't have yeah. guessed to the, the, oh, no, the Braves I was going to guess to. Yeah, yeah. So the Blue Jays I wouldn't have gotten. I feel like I would have gotten all the other ones. Yeah. All right. You got what? How long till pitchers and catchers report? Less than a three couple? Three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Two and a half weeks. Yeah. And That's... the Red Sox still don't have a manager. Yeah, they should get out of <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Who would you want? Uh, Dustin Pedroia. Oh, interesting choice. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. I would like him or Jason Baratek just for, like, nostalgia's sakes. Right. Um, like, I just feel like they have to... Like, okay, I would like Dustin Pedroia because I think he's crazy and would be a good manager. Uh -huh. Like, he's got a real... Uh, short man like i could just see him getting a beer belly and then just like standing really close to an umpire who's like a foot and a half taller than him and just right. screaming upwards like right. pressing bellies together you know what i mean <laughs> um but the but, but the strike was called by a robot right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. uh jason Baratek, i also would really like and i would uh -huh. like 
him just they would have the picture of him punching a rod in the face plastered right. all over the stadium yeah that's on a facebook page yeah yeah um and i feel like they've actually been grooming him for man manager where is he now he's in the front office okay he's like special assistant to the general manager or something right right um, yeah uh but I don't think he's very, he's like never been very good with the media. Me and Eli were talking about this the other day. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know. Other than that, I don't know. Yeah. Like, okay, interesting. So you want them to sign from within, not, not go find someone outside the organization. I, I don't know. I just really like both of those guys. Right. And they've been floated. But here's the thing, is I don't think, so the Red Sox have this new, they just hired a new president of baseball operations because they fired Dombrowski. Mm -hmm. And his name is Chome. He's got a weird name. Chame. Chame Bloom. Okay. And he was like the number two front office guy for Tampa Bay. Okay. Or he was like the, like, deputy general manager or something like that right he's a young guy uh and it's his first like top job right right Right. um and i don't see him like it would be really bold to hire dustin pedroia who's still under contract as a player yeah as the manager i don't see that happening i don't see him making like that kind of Wait, mm-hmm. especially because I, they brought him in to like manage a, a role, like a, a recession, not uh, a recession, but a you know we, salary cut. Uh huh. Oh, okay, yeah. So he comes in, you know, there's a scandal immediately, and then he makes a like crazy choice. I right. would love it, but I don't see it. I, it. It would be really too bold, I think. Um, because, you know, Tampa Bay, they don't take chances down there. No, they really don't. They, like, they're, they're like, by the numbers, you know? Yeah. But they, I mean, okay, yeah, they're like that, but they also, what am I trying to say? They come up with creative ways to win. Right. And so it would be good to have someone who had that creativity that they could maybe add to... The Boston Red Sox. Right. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, I hope yep. they figure it out soon, though. Yeah, they <laughs> they fucking better. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sick, of, sick of waiting. Sick of waiting. Get it together, Red Sox. Cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Talk about baseball, but we also talked. We didn't talk about any um, Quidditch, I guess. Right. Has there been Quidditch news? No, we talked a little bit about magic. Usually, we talk about Quidditch when we talk about magic. But next time, we'll talk next about time. that. Next time, uh, check us out on all your social media platforms. That include Apple, iTunes. Give us a rate, a review, and a subscription. You can also find us on Spotify and SoundCloud. 
follow us on Twitter and check us out on Facebook. Uh, have a good Super Bowl if we don't talk to you before then. And yeah, baseball's coming. We're getting there soon. Right. Thank God. Thank God. Well, it's still very cold where I am. All right. For Sam, my name is Joel. Thanks so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh,